Uh, welcome to church. It's good to see you here this morning. Well done for making it out, especially if you doubled up and went to Carol's last night too. Welcome if you're watching this on uh, the live stream or later on on the recording. Um, just so you know, we're not live streaming through January. So after this week, our first live stream back will be late January. So um, because we're giving our team a break, they work really hard. And through January, if, if you think, oh, I just wanted to hear more about Jesus, call me. I'll talk about Jesus all day. Um, but there's no live stream um, through January, just so you know. Um, all right. The first Christmas came into the dark, origin, like literally. It was late in the night, and on the hillside outside Bethlehem, there were no street lamps, just pale starlight, maybe moonlight. The shepherds were, people talk about starlight, but by the time that light reaches us, it's not illuminating anything, really. Just the shepherds were extra vigilant tonight because it was Passover. So people had flooded into Bethlehem for the census and uh, they all wanted lambs because they need them for sacrifice. And so the demand for live animals was high. So the shepherds were guarding their sheep, um, both to stop them straying, but also to stop anyone from um, stealing them. Now, when, us, when we say shepherds, uh, shepherds were the outcasts. Well, not the outcasts. They were the lower end of society. They were the lower socioeconomic um, crew. And more likely than not, the particular shepherds who were out there guarding their sheep on the hills of Bethlehem that night were adolescents, teenagers. Like uh, uh, people that families were like, you go and guard the sheep and you can't say no because you're... Back then, when you're a teenager, you couldn't say no. And so these like young adults probably to teenagers are looking after their sheep in the dark. You can imagine them up on the hill scanning the darkness, marking off the shadows of their flock, walking this way and that, calling to each other in the darkness. When suddenly light exploded all around them, coming from a towering figure in blazing white, who shone from the inside out in waves of glory all around them. Light into the dark. And they were terrified. They forgot about thieves and about sheep and they stood frozen in shock and fear. And then more light, not in the, not in the visible sense, not the kind you can see, but the kind that goes all the way inside. In the words that the angel said, in the news announced by this this towering figure in white, light into our souls. Listen, because here in these words from heaven is the message that is light, light that will invade all of our darkness, that shines on all of our brokenness and our confusion and our fear and our anxiety and our pain and our conflict and our emptiness and our grieving, grieving and our death. This light will shine on all that and bring wholeness and clarity and purpose and life and peace. And this message, just these words, flipped even the shepherds in that moment from terrified to terrified and frozen to excited and fearless. Here's the message from heaven on this first Christmas. You ready? The first thing this figure says to them is, do not be afraid. And that's because they were literally shaking and frozen and scared, right? Do not be afraid. But when you read the if you're familiar with the Bible, you know, you might know, these are the most common words that come from heaven to people. Do not be afraid. 
It's not just in this moment when you're overwhelmed by this glory of God that's shining amongst you in the darkness. Like, don't worry about that because I'm not going to hurt you now. It's not just that. It's like, live without fear. Like, know that fear is done. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. I bring good news. Not just interesting news, not just important news. This news is good. The, word, the translation is better rendered, glad tidings. Uh, we don't use glad or tidings very often, but you get the idea. This is like, oh, wow, wow. Like, it's not just, oh, yeah, that's good news. It's like, oh, really? Wow. Glad tidings. Um, in fact, when you receive these tidings, your heart will overflow with great joy. This good news will bring great joy to all people. And not just, not just you, all people. Here's the good news. This line. This light. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. That's the good news that will bring joy to all people. A child is born to you. He's the Savior. He's the Messiah. He's the Lord. The Savior. Remember when the angel told Joseph, call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. He's going to save you and I from all that's in our heart that hurts others and hurts ourselves, when we've suffered so much pain or caused so much pain to ourselves and others, or when we've got all confused about who we are and why we're here, or we were just worn out trying to make something of ourselves, this child is going to save us. And he has. He saved me. He saved me. He keeps saving me from all of that emptiness and showing me who I'm supposed to be and how I can live and who I was created to be. He's our saviour. He's the Messiah, the promised one, who came to free his people and bring the kingdom of God, the one that they'd long awaited for, the one who was going to end all of this ah, and bring this kingdom that was full of selfless love and joy and hope and where war was no more, the Messiah. But he's not just the Savior and the Messiah. More than that, he is the Lord. We hear he is Christ the Lord. He's the Messiah, the Lord. It's just in our Christmas carols, we don't think of it too much. The word here is, this, is the Greek rendition of the same word that the Hebrews use, which is Yahweh, which is the unpronounceable name of God. He is Yahweh. He is the, the I am who I am God. He is the creator. He's the one who crafted the whole universe. He's the one who ordered everything. He's the one who made you and I. He's the one who arranged the earth to be sitting just exactly the distance as it is from our little star, rotating on the axis that it is just to be able to sustain life and give us seasons. Yahweh. And he's born to you. A child is born to you. He came for you and for me. 
the Lord, Yahweh, to save me, to save you. This is good news that will bring joy to all people. This word, good news, glad tidings, euangelion, it's a Greek word. It's where we get evangelism, evangelists. It literally means good news, glad tidings, like, yay, this is going to make your heart um, jump with joy. If you think, what is the gospel? Because that's what gospel means, just good news. When we talk about the gospel, what is the gospel? Well, there's lots of people who say, well, it's this or it's that or the other thing. But listen to what heaven says in this announcement. Here is the gospel. A child is born to you. He's the Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. Born to you to save you. That's, that's the gospel in this announcement from heaven on that first Christmas that will bring great joy for all people, for people who have failed and fallen. It's good news. Jesus came to save you, to forgive you, to make you clean. He's the Lord. Trust him. Receive forgiveness. Let him give you great joy. For people who feel lost or confused, this is good news. It's glad tidings. Jesus came to save you, to guide you, to reveal to you all that you are and all of your purpose here. That you would be satisfied deep within your soul. Trust him. Let him give you great joy. For all who are weary and worn out from trying to make something of yourself, glad tidings. Jesus came to save you, to give you rest. So that you could breathe and just go like, I'm okay. I am all that I need to be. I am loved. I am accepted. I am valued. I belong. I'm part of this family. I am completed and satisfied in my relationship with my Creator. Jesus came to, he said, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Trust him. Breathe in his presence. Let him give you great joy. For all who are young and expectant, wondering what life has in store for you. A good news for you. Jesus came to save you. Don't waste a minute of your life. Trust him. He will lead you into great joy. For those of us who are sick of all the offense and the fighting and the frustration and the conflict and the wars, do not be afraid. Good news. Jesus came for us. He's going to save us. He's going to save me from all of my fear and my anger. And he's working on ending war forever. One day he will bring peace everywhere. And today, even today, he can bring peace into my life. Peace with God. Peace with others. Peace with myself. The the joy of peace in your life is indescribable. Jesus came. He can give you that today if you trust him. So the hillside might have lit up with the brilliant light of the glory of God, but the whole world lit up with this message that God had come for us all. Light into the dark. And after the angel finished talking, you know what happened? In an instant, it wasn't just the angel. Standing with the angel were thousands of other angels roaring and shouting and singing their praises to God. Uh, what a display. Um, has anyone seen that uh, uh, musical, The Greatest Show? This is The Greatest Show? Uh, the Greatest Showman? It's a fantastic musical, but they have this claim. This is The Greatest Show. I'm not going to sing it, but they, they sing that line. This is The Greatest Show. And I always think, no, it's not The Greatest Show. Like To be a, to be a, a shepherd kid 
on the hillside and see thousands of angels roaring and singing and shouting their praises to God. Like that's the greatest show, is it not? And who saw, like, would you pay to see that show? Like, you have to pay a fair bit of money to see a show and to get good tickets, you know. Um, Dominic and I went to Hamilton. We saved up for it, which is a brilliant musical. And we got, like, front row, um, you know, tier one tickets. They were the best tickets. They were exorbitantly expensive. But for this show... I would sell my house to see heaven. Who got to see this show? Some grubby outcast on a night shift. Why? Because Jesus came for all people. Why did God reveal this with a light in the sky? We heard this before. To foreigners who are the only ones who are looking for it. In a far land is Magi who came later to find the child. Because why? Because it's all people. Why did Jesus come through this peasant girl in some country backwater in the middle, you know, like out the back of nowhere? Because this is for all people. Jesus came to save us. He came to save you. And he came to save me. Trust him. All who are angry, all who are afraid, all who are anxious, all who are young and expectant, all who are weary and worn out, all who are lost and confused, all who have failed and fallen. Trust Him. He came for you and He wants you to have great joy, light into your darkness, joy in your heart, peace in your soul, peace with God, with yourself and with others. I'll close with the lyrics the only ones we actually know because they're recorded of the greatest show ever, the angels echoing across the Bethlehem hills. As the team is going to come up, they're going to lead us in a, um, a song that we can reflect through um, about this night, about what it can mean for our hearts, about what it could mean for your heart to be reconciled with God and to be experiencing His provision and His joy and His life flowing into you, replacing all of your desires with the desires of heaven changing you forever, bringing you peace and, and spreading peace from you out around you. Here is the lyric of this song. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those with whom God is pleased. <laughs>